to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it's Carla here. Welcome to another episode of Affirming Truths. Today, I want to talk to you guys about body image. Because if you're anything like me, and I think that you are, this is an area where you have struggled. And can I tell you, the struggle is real. I want to give you a little background about myself in terms of my own personal struggles with body image. And then I want to leave you with some tips on how you can start to overcome this prison, this, this bondage that many women live in. You know, my relationship with food and exercise and body started to go south at a very young age um, when I was eight. And actually that fits right with the statistics. We see statistically that a girl's confidence starts to tank at around age eight. It's incredible. Um, When we start getting bombarded more with the media's message about what beauty is and tying value and worth to our outward appearance. Women are very much made to believe that their influence and their worthiness has a lot to do with how they look and how thin they are and how pretty they are. And really, it is just the enemy's way to keep our eyes off of our purpose. Because can I tell you as women, we hold a lot of influence. We are, in a lot of cases, the primary caregivers for our kids in emotionally regulating themselves. We are prayer warriors. We are the support system for our husbands. We have a huge role in the kingdom in raising up the next generation for Christ. We have a huge role in the kingdom as prayer warriors going to battle in the spiritual realm on our knees in prayer. And the enemy wants us sidetracked from that because we are influential and powerful in the kingdom. And what better way to strip us of our God confidence than to lead us down the path of lies that ties our confidence to our body and our body image. And, you know, it's no surprise that we struggle with this. If we look at Eve in the garden, she was tempted for more power, more influence, more worth, more value through what? Through food. That was the vehicle through which um, the enemy tempted Eve with having more significance. And it's not surprising then that we channel a lot of our significance into how we look. It's no surprise then that so many of us have this horrible relationship with food and body. 
And I know that that started with me at a young age. I started to really want to control my food when I ate, how I ate. Um, I was a larger girl. And I remember being called a tubbillard when I was a kid. And that was the first instance of me really becoming aware of my body as something that could be used against me in the world. I struggled with disordered eating. I struggled with taking laxatives to try to control my weight. Um, I have been on every diet out there, diet after diet after diet. And in fact, I ended up working for an MLM for a while in the health and fitness area that I thought was a healthy way to control my habits, but really it just allowed my disordered eating and my disordered exercise to be, I don't know, almost praised and and rewarded. And it was very difficult for me to pull myself out of that. That's a whole other story, but I struggled. I've struggled with disordered eating, binge eating and restriction. And man, I bet you a lot of you can relate to that, but we are so much more than our bodies. Our value and our worth is assigned to us by our heavenly father because of who he's created us to be. Now, I know a lot of people like to say, and I saw this when I worked in the health and wellness industry that, you know, you're a temple of the Holy Spirit, you got to treat your body well, and that is true. But for many of us, we have allowed our body to become the idol. And you may think, oh, I don't idolize my body, I hate it. It has still become an idol in your life. When you think about how much of your life is consumed by thoughts about your body, by how much of your life is consumed about trying to change your body, about how much of your life is consumed about hating your body, it's still an idol. It's still an idol. Imagine if you could redeem some of that time you spend on doing kingdom work man, we would be a force to be reckoned with, wouldn't we? And that's what the enemy wants us to avoid. That's what he wants us to avoid doing the kingdom work because we are so preoccupied with our bodies. Guys, the number one tip I have for you out of my five tips, the first one is we need to replace the lies with truth. The lie is your value comes from your body. The lie is your worth is tied to a number on the scale. The lie is your influence has anything to do with your pant size. The lie is you can't be loved unless you're tiny. The lie is you have no control around food. The lie is you need to punish yourself and work out to earn the right to eat. Those are lies. The truth is that you are made with purpose. The truth is that your contribution to this world has very little, if anything, to do with how you look. The truth is God's ability to use you is based on your availability. 
not your size. When you're preoccupied with your body, are you available to be used by God? I wasn't. I wasn't. For so long, I believed these lies and tried to earn my worth through my body. I tried to earn my worth and my value through my looks. And you know, it's not surprising to me that it wasn't until I was able to walk away from that and start healing from that, then God's been able to use me in ministry to women. I was not available to minister hope and healing and encouragement to women when I was so preoccupied with what I was eating, with what I was working out, with what the number on the scale was, with, you know, what my pant size was. I was not available. We need to affirm our identity in Christ. And our identity in Christ is that we are loved, no strings attached, that we are valued, no strings attached. God has plan and purpose for us that has nothing to do with the scale. And we need to uproot the lies that the enemy has placed in our head, that society and media has placed in their heads, that maybe we're spoken to you as a child like it was to me. We need to uproot those and replace it with truth. And then my second tip for you guys is that we have to praise God for the body we have. You know, I often quote the verse, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. But I often quote it without the first part of it. And the first part of that in Psalm 139, 13 to 14 is, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Are you right now where you're at praising God for being fearfully and wonderfully made? Are you praising God for the body that you have? Are you praising God for how intricately, intricately he has woven you together? How your circulatory system works, how your digestive system works, how everything works in unison. Man, God is a creative, all-powerful God. Are you praising him? Because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. No matter how blind you are right now when you look in the mirror, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You need to praise God for that. You need to lift your voice up in worship. You need to thank our Heavenly Father for how he has so lovingly designed us. And then friends, number three, we need to watch what we watch. Oh boy, our eyes are a direct line to our mind. What are you watching? Are you stuck in comparison, scrolling social media, checking out how everyone else looks, looking up the next diet fad? Are you watching series on Netflix that has you longing to look like someone else? You know, God confronted of me, confronted me on this a while ago. I used to watch a lot of reality TV. I used to be all into the Real Housewives, every different city, every different season. Oh, man. But it was not 
feeding my soul. It was leading to comparisons. It was leading to discontent. It was leading to lethargy in my life. It was not leading me to honoring God with my skills and my talents. It was not leading me to praise God for how he created me. And he convicted me of that. And it's been a long time since I've watched one of those shows because it was not putting me in the right posture. What are you watching? Is it feeding body idolatry? Is it feeding body discontent? Is it causing you to focus on your looks more than your heart? You got to watch what you watch. And then friend number four, you got to watch what you say to yourself. You got to watch what you say to yourself. We read again in the Psalms, it says, may these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Are the words of your mouth, the ones that you say out loud or the ones that you think about yourself, are they pleasing to God? Is God pleased when you talk negatively about his creation? Is God pleased when you hate on the thing he loves so much? That he, friend, he loves you so much. Is God pleased when you berate yourself for eating? No, he's not. Because he loves you. And guys, number five is you need to pray for heart and mind change. Even before you start praying for a healed relationship with your food, that's not going to come until you have a healed heart and mind change. In 1 Samuel 16, 7, we hear God say, do not consider his appearance for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Friend, how is your heart? How is your heart? God has plans for you. God has purpose for you. Is your heart and mind available to be used by God? Or is it so preoccupied with your body? Is it so preoccupied with your looks? And this isn't to say you don't want to look nice. Of course we want to look nice. Of course we want to feel pulled together. But that is different. Presenting yourself with confidence in who you are and honoring that is very different than being locked in a prison of body bondage because you feel so compelled to have to look a certain way, to fit in certain clothes in order to gain worth and value. When I believe that my value and my worth, and it took me a while to admit that I believe this, it was so deeply rooted, but when I believe that my value and my worth were connected 
to my looks. I was miserable. I was constantly in my head, tracking calories, tracking containers, tracking carbs. I was working out because I hated myself and trying to just change my body to be something else, which it was never going to be. My body shape is my body shape. It's not going to change. Can I tell you, I had to take a hiatus of working out for eight months. I had to take a hiatus of of tracking calories and containers and relearn my relationship with food and learn to intuitively eat, eat the way God designed us to eat, which is when we're hungry and on our cravings and all of that. And it was scary at first. It was scary because I've been so used to this restrict and binge cycle. Before, I could never keep a bag of chocolate chips in the house for baking because I was conditioned to think I'm not allowed to eat those chocolate chips. Then the only thing I could think about was those chocolate chips until I inevitably inevitably binged on them, then felt like crap, and then would repeat the cycle. I was always thinking about food and body and exercise. I had no room for God in my life when I was so consumed with my negative body image. When I was so consumed with chasing a beauty standard that the world has put on us to distract us from our God-given goals and purpose. I was consumed by it and I had no room for God to work in my life. I had no room for God to use me. There was no space in my thought life for that. And that was a prison. And can I tell you, as I have been praying for heart and mind change, God is faithful. God hears our prayers. He answers our prayers. He's taken me through the work. It is hard to unlearn these things, right? Like we see it in the movies, even, right? Like the beautiful young actresses get the lead roles and are the 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 source of affection for the leading males and they can't age. And as soon as you age, then you just become the matronly mother figure. Or if you're more than a size two, then you're just the funny best friend. You're not a leading character. Can I tell you that God has designed you to be the leading character in your life? God has designed you to be the leading character in your life. Under his will, under his purpose. God has designed you to be a leader in your life, a leader of your family, a leader in your friends. You have a huge circle of influence for the kingdom. Are you using it or are you stuck in bondage to body image? Are you stuck in bondage to body image? God has so much more for you. You are made for so much more. Don't let the enemy rob you by getting your focus off your purpose and getting it onto your body. Friends, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And the moment you trust God with your life, the moment you trust God with your purpose, and the moment you trust God with your value, things will start to change. 
your affirming truth today is I am the Lord's handiwork right where you are right now, whether you're quote unquote overweight or underweight, whatever the scale says, in fact, friend, throw out the scale, whatever your pant size is, you are the Lord's handiwork. And our scripture is from Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Why are we God's handiwork? To do the good works, to be available, to be used by God. Are you available? The Lord looks at the heart. How is your heart? Friend, I know it's hard to disconnect your value and your worth, your lovability from your body, from your looks. I know it's hard because we are living in a society that says that's what's important. But we are kingdom citizens. And in our kingdom citizenship, what is important is to do that which we were created to do. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Friend, if you go to Affirming Truths on Instagram, you can get a download of my five tips on overcoming a negative body image. And I recommend that you do that and meditate on that and ask God to change your heart and mind. Ask God to show you the truth of who you are. Remember, you are the Lord's handiwork. It's time to break free of the bondage of body image and become available for God's purpose in our life. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.